It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Okay, there was a great man one time. His name was Confucius. And he was a Chinese philosopher. And Confucius once said, to put the world in order, we must first put the nation in order. And to put the nation in order, we must first put the family in order. To put the family in order, we must first cultivate our personal life. And to cultivate our personal life, we must set our hearts right. Now, having said that, and that's a long time ago, you know when Confucius was around. Was Was it it Wilson's era, wasn't it? No. Who? (laughs) Woodrow Wilson. No, that's a little bit beyond that. But here's the point I'm making. This was a Chinese philosopher back then. And what we're witnessing and encountering now in America is an enemy that's invading our country. That's the point I want to get across. These people have different philosophies than America. And these people coming in and invading our country through our major trading partner, which is also an enemy, okay, which put the bioweapons on us and working with other uh, hostile nations against us. This is how they think. But here in America, what we're thinking about, we're thinking about who could have pink slippers, who could have purple hair, who could have their testicles cut off, and uh, a lot of racial diversity. Because it's really, let's just face it, looking in the mirror today, racial diversity has done nothing, nothing nothing to improve the relations between the races. And now we have DEI. And uh, you look at every major city where they said there wasn't enough blacks, there wasn't enough diversity. And those cities are crumbling from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., where there's carjackings and murders every day. I mean, they're they're out gunning Chicago, right? And then you have New York, which is totally upside down. One of the greatest cities we ever had, New York City. And Eric Adams is going to give $1,000 credit cards or debit cards to illegal aliens. Your taxpayer money. This is the United States of America still, okay? Then you have other problems. You have our border problems. You have Texas. So with that, I want to open today's show. I want to say welcome back. It's your host today, Dr. Michael Scheuer, New York Times bestselling author, and myself, Colonel Mike, on the National Security Hour. And I want to just remind everybody, we were positioned at 7. We're now at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. We moved the slot. The America Out Loud dot news network has now brought on some new shows. Uh, some shows have been moved to different hours, so we want you to know when you're listening, it's 8 p.m. Eastern, I guess every Monday to Friday. We're on a Monday, thank you. And uh, this is where you come to hear the out loud news. This is out loud, you know, news and the National Security Hours, military and intel experts. Now, that's not to say there's not other shows that are good, but we just kind of be, we're like biased, right? So the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio is where you come to hear 
people like Dr. Mike and I, the voice of freedom, the outlaw truth. And it's great to be back. And uh, America Outlaw Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also hear us and listen to us on our media player from any browser in the world. We have the best-in-class apps on Apple, Android, Alexa, AAA. We stream 24-7. And now you can also hear them on the podcast on the same app. So our podcast goes up approximately a day or two, depending on how busy they are. And uh, when you get them, you know, you could just uh, share them. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and many more. So be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Now, with the new website, you can actually fill in if you have a question for the guests, such as us. You want to, you want to talk about a subject or you want to, you have a question, fill it in, and we'll get it sooner or later. A day or two, they'll mail it to us, okay? And be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news. Again, I'll repeat, AmericaOutloud.news. There's no more comms. It's .news. It's your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. We almost do our part, share the stories, the articles, the videos, so we can help secure America's future. Now, we've been going at this. This month will be a year, right, Mike? Yes, sir. Okay, it's about a year. So, I mean, we've done a a ton of shows. You could just go to the National Security Hour logo there. You could see it, the icon on the website. Click it. You can see all the past shows. Just click our name if you missed any, and I'm sure you did. Okay, so with Liberty and Justice for All, we're going to start it off. And Dr. Mike, I'll let you go first. What would you like to talk about in National Security Hour? Now, you know, there is so many subjects. We only have an hour. So let's hit it. Go ahead. I think we ought to take a, a minute or two to talk about uh, Biden's war now in the Middle East. 85 uh, bomber and missile attacks on places in uh, Syria and Iraq that uh, uh, in, re- in retribution for the, that attack on our small base in Iraq, uh, which is illegal. Iraqis don't want it there in which Trump tried to remove to avoid exactly what happened. Those men, whether they, I don't, not not sure if they're regular army or they're reserves, but those men and women there were what they used to call um, uh, in the Cold War era, a tripwire. They were there so they could get killed if necessary first, so we could respond. And now we've responded and it looks as though they even talked to the Iranians before they attacked. So all the targets were forewarned, uh, or most of the targets, I, I would imagine, were forewarned. And they probably didn't do anything except what the U.S. military can do these days, which is break up concrete. And you'll notice that the attack was timed for after the closing of the markets yesterday. It was a, It's an entire spoof. On the United on on uh, uh, the American people, you know the the Arabs, if nothing else, are deadly serious about being deadly. They don't f- fool around with um, sending messages with violence. And Biden was out there this morning and yesterday afternoon saying about we're sending a message that will be well understood. Yeah, well, it was well understood in the Arab world, and it it basically says the American military sucks. Because they're unwilling to take a chance on a, on, on a, a targets that were really uh, potentially lethal to their drones and missiles and aircraft. It, it's a it's really a non-entity this attack, but it really underscores for the enemy that our day is past, 
that the same generals who led the disasters in Afghanistan and Iraq in, uh, and in other places since the second war, Vietnam, were just, were just uh, placeholders with stars. That's all they were. They'd risk their own men and women in wars. They're, they know their president doesn't want to win. And um, that's, that's kind of where we are. This, this can only get worse from here. Because they'll not, then now they'll see whether they can force Biden into actually going to war. And we have neither the quality of men and women nor the leadership. We have the same leadership who has, has lost every war since 1945. So this is da- a dangerous thing to be playing with. War is, is the worst of all things to play with. And that's exactly what Biden's doing or whoever is running Biden these days. Whenever you hear someone say we use violence to send a message, you know that they don't have the clue, uh, a single clue about what they're up to, really. That's a mouthful, Mike. Yeah, well, I'm probably too long, Colonel, but uh, it's it's something the American people should be both ashamed of and embarrassed by. We, well, you know, you know I, I just want to bust in a second here. Yeah. You know, you did you did mention about the way they, they announced it after five o'clock and then uh, last night, listening to the left wing media, which I do, um, and I'm talking about media, uh, not just on the podcast or, you know, the news, whatever, PBS, our taxpayer money. You know, they spoke about this great economy and they brought this really looney tune guy on, Goolsby, who works for Obama and Bush. And uh, he's a Federal Reserve guy. And he said, well, you know, we got 2.5. Uh, percent and this that he throws numbers out there and you know two hundred thousand jobs you know you could just say two million jobs doesn't matter you're lying anyway you know what I mean so and then uh, you look at this and then what I did is I a little peeling of the onion you know I went to the cutting board and the two point five that we have increase and the jobs were basically government jobs because it's government spending that brought in this money. Yeah, it's not that we're you know we're making factories and we're doing other things like we used to do in the old days. So if the government's spending the money, it's pretty much as a friend of mine would say, we're close we're close to the end of the road. I mean, you can't just put up this facade anymore that the economy's good and the job market's good. I think he said there was over three hundred thousand jobs created, but where were they created, and what were they all about? Now I know people that are still working as contractors for the government. I won't tell you what, what, what areas though. And they're, they're hiring these guys at 225,000 a year. One guy just got called back after nine months. Yeah. Um, that's a great job. 225 a year for what he does sitting in a room. Got no problem with that. You could do that five days a week. Right. Well, and that's uh, how they boost the numbers is by yeah. hiring contractors. By, by hiring contractors. Exactly. So, uh, and this is, this is another thing, you know, when, uh, when Russia uses Wagner, as contractors, well, like, hey, he's got mercenaries. <laughs> Anybody remember the color black? It's opposite of white. And then if you add the ocean, the other name is water, black water, two names, black water. We used black water in Iraq many years ago, didn't we, Mike? Yes. And they, were mercenaries. <laughs> they were mercenaries, weren't they? They were indeed. Uh, hired guns, did their job, right, and went home. And then, not to, to boot, they just protect everybody's life, like Kerry and and uh, Clinton and all that, and then they go, they wind up going on trial. You know, oh, excuse me, uh, you did the wrong thing. Two people got killed, you know. Uh, 
here we have a, a country. And by the way, let's not just call out these generals since 1945, Mike. Okay, let's call out the Congress, right? Because that's their job. You know, you don't hear them. You got Lindsey Graham, Graham Cracker, the rest of these guys, you know, they don't say a word. Well, there's not a dozen idiots in that Congress that would vote for a a declaration of war as the Constitution requires. Mm -hmm. They they authorize force if the president decides it's necessary. They never discuss the issue of if it's a true threat or not. So then if it goes good, they can jump up, pound their chests and congratulate the president. And if it goes to hell and we lose, as we always do now these days, they can just simply say, well, the president was the one who made the decision. You know, the the Constitution pins these people to the wall and it's done deliberately to make going to war one of the most difficult things in the United States political system. And we've entirely deflated that protection. The tire is flat. We go to war when some goofy, retarded president gets some kind of a goofy, retarded authorization from the Congress and all of the retards go to war and nobody gets hurt except the American people, their revenue, their taxes, their children. Uh, it's, it's, it's like having a monarch like Louis XIV or somebody in power rather than uh, an elected president. Well, we've been doing that monarchy stuff for a while. And you say the Constitution, it's, gosh, when you say the Constitution, Mike, it's almost like having a, a, an 1890 steam car or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or model, model T, let's say Model T, Model A. You know, oh. it's like, what? You know, what is that? A Constitution? Gosh. Well, you know, guys, you better wake up because that's the only thing we have to protect us. And they've been whittling it away, whittling away at it for quite some time now. No, Mike? Every chance they get, Colonel. And I, I wanted to make one more point. They bombed, I, I guess, what I've heard today is either 75 or 85 targets. And p- Americans should realize when they've done that, they have looked and found those targets and not done anything about them until Americans got killed. Then they can look, look like geniuses and suddenly they come up with 75 targets to hit. It's 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 and that's the way it has been since at least the time I entered uh, government, the CIA, and what would it have been, nineteen eighty-two, I think, or eighty-one, and they the CIA used to put together every year, um, uh, uh, like a uh, an encyclopedia of terrorist camps around the world, Hezbollah and the Palestinians and uh, uh, terrorist groups in Africa and Asia and all these other places. And they'd have maps, they'd have uh, pen and ink drawings of, of people who were actually had been on the scene. Uh, they had overhead imagery of them. And not a one, I don't think, not a one was ever attacked until Reagan bombed the Hezbollah guys a little bit after they killed 300, almost 300 Marines in Lebanon. And I'll bet you that they haven't hit one uh, since then. This is all a game they play with the American people. These are all all these 75 things that the president says uh, were threats to the United States. But he never took action against them until the tripwire of those poor dead soldiers now was crossed and it gave him a chance to pound his chest. 
in a way that really doesn't hurt the enemy, but only hurts us. Well, you know, they talk about they talk about the uh, the bad guys on the other side. What about this open border? I mean, they don't even think about you know they want to negotiate something that's their job to protect this country. They want to negotiate it. Okay, they want to. It's like okay, tit for tat. And then you got Chuck Schumer. It's all over the web. You could see him. Uh, you know, it's a uh, Asian American something or whatever Chinese thing. He's he's waving a communist China flag. And I said, wow, at least he's being honest now. You know, he's waving the communist China flag. He's not waving the American flag. Well, he's you probably know? got a good payment for it, Colonel. Yeah, I mean, well, he, well you know, for the man of a, he's a diverse man. Let's put it that way. He's got a couple of passports, and he's probably got a lot of bank accounts too. You yeah. know. Uh, Mike, we're going to end this first segment pretty soon, but uh, coming up, I want to talk about what they just found out, which, you know, when they just find it out, it's probably in the workings with the agency for two, three years, where a former CIA employee sentenced to 40 years in prison for the largest data breach in the agency history. Imagine that. 40 years. That's a long time. They, They probably don't like him. He he probably at some point got you know he must have got in, in the hairs of somebody because they don't usually they give you a pass five six years you know twenty yeah. years well this guy must uh, have had information about some of the politicians too yeah you don't know former software engineer accused of causing the biggest theft of classified information of classified okay and uh, we're gonna, well, we're gonna hide about- something Colonel you know they classify it. Yep, and uh, maybe maybe there's something there that had to do with President Trump or some of these uh, 50, 60 guys who signed letters. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, you know, as we're going forward, you know, we're now in in February, and uh, as we're going forward, uh, the border situation again. You know, we can hear this all day long. Uh, we're going to go down. Now we got we got uh, National Guard going to the border. Uh, you got. Abbott's reaction, you know, they laid dollars short, not even close. Um, we're already infiltrated no matter where we are, where, wherever they're moving around, okay? Uh, whether they're from Somalia, whether they're from West Africa, whether they're from Djibouti, you know, Chinese intel, Chinese military. Um, what they want is chaos. And they just announced it, I think, last week. They said... Um, if Trump gets elected, this is it. So this is a dictatorial process. If you don't vote for Biden, the streets will be on fire. So in other words, you got to stick with Biden or you got to stick with the Democratic Party. Uh, you better tighten your belt, Mr. and Mrs. America and uh, fellow Americans. You better tighten your belt and close that Netflix channel. Uh, cancel your subscription. Um, tell those guys that are building these billion-dollar sports stadiums that want to come to Virginia, sorry, we don't want to play ball. We don't want to watch the ball games anymore. Because, you know, when chaos hits the street, you're not going to go to the games anyway. So you might as well prepare for what, you know, see if you got a part cheesy board or one of those Monopoly boards. Start playing that because um, as you're doing the bread and circus, our country is burning. It's on fire. Pay attention. So we're going to go to our first break. We want to say thank you. We're back again. It's on 8 o'clock. The National Security Hour with Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike. And we will see you on the other side. 
World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Welcome back. You're on the National Security Hour with Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike, your host today. Again, Monday to Friday, we're now at the 8 p.m. hour on AmericaOutloud.news. AmericaOutloud.news, that's where you come for your information, all the news you can use. New website, new shows, new hour. So don't forget, it's AmericaOutloud.news, all right? Now, let's go back, Mike, just real quick. I'm looking at this article on the CIA guy, and he says... He worked as a computer engineer with the CIA Center for Cyber Intelligence, was accused of handling over classified data, the WikiLeaks. They're going back to WikiLeaks on this one. And after personal disputes between Schulte and another developer, he was transferred in 16 to a different branch where he, he abused administrative privileges, granted himself access to, to a project he no longer had access to, stole the files, committed the CIA's largest data breach in history, transmitting them to WikiLeaks using a personal computer. And here's what they did to him. Naturally, they found X, Y, Z, and, of course, child pornography on his computer, which is what they say they can do all the time to anybody. They can do it from long distance, whatever. So uh, after WikiLeaks published and classified, the classified information profoundly damaged the CIA's ability to collect foreign intelligence against America. Well, just wait for the balloons from China. They'll come come to you. They'll come to you. You don't have to. What do you want to go? You're going to, send, you're going to send manpower there. They're going to have to eat Chinese food in these terrible hotels on those per diems. Come on. Wait for the balloons. And it says it caused grave harm to national security of the country and has been called the digital Pearl Harbor of digital Pearl Harbor of America, Mike. When the FBI caught him, he doubled down and tried to cause even more harm to this nation by waging what he described as an information war of publishing top secret information behind bars. Oh, my gosh. All the while, this guy Schulte collected thousands upon thousands of videos and images of children being subjected to sickening abuse 
for his own personal gratification. So was that Epstein Island? What was it? We don't know. All we know is he's getting big time, so he pissed somebody off. What do you think about that, Dr. Mike? Well, I think that uh, the, the size of the sentence and the, the clearly rigged thing about he, – he obviously had films of things that the government was involved in in terms of children. You know, even mm-hmm. even Mayorkas said he's lost 80,000 children from the border when they came across this year. And he's probably speaking of a fifth of it or a tenth of it. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, you know, uh, it's important to get after those people who used – uh, um, Epstein and his island, but the problem in the, within the United States and Europe and other places in the world is astounding, really. And that's what we need to get after. And maybe that was why he was trying to get this stuff to WikiLeaks. What years were? Did they say what years it was? Back in the back in the teens, Mike, thirteen, fourteen, eleven. Uh, they had all yeah, yeah. So under Bush and Clinton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and Obama and Obama, you know, yeah. Certainly, Obama's involved with depravity of various kinds. So it sounds to me, and I'm I'm kind of uh, uh, Cassandra on this, but uh, I was going to say Cassandra. You know what? I I was because you usually say that once. Well, I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. Happy New Year! <laughs> but I I think that that level of penalty, uh, uh, it, it certainly is. St- that, without explaining what exactly it was that he got and what mm-hmm. he gave away, suggests that they're mad at him for what he did, but they're 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 also mad because what uh, it inv- it indicted them or involved them or in- implicated them. The them being the leaders of the government and the political parties. Yeah, something happened. Something happened uh, at the zoo, as the Simon and Garfunkel song yeah. said. It's yeah. all happening at the zoo, right? They just didn't send him home uh, with, as a, to a hero's welcome like they sent an Israeli clown. Oh, Jonathan Pollard? Jonathan Pollard. Jonathan mm. Pollard. Yeah, they, they give him a hero's welcome. And, he, you know, he's in the news from time to time, and he sticks his finger in our face all the time anyway. All the time, yeah. Well, I would have sent him back too, but I would have uh, disemboweled him and then drawn and quartered him. Oh, you would have did the old British. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. I would have sent him back in little pieces, nicely wrapped, perhaps with bows. <laughs> well, here's another. Here's another thing. I think uh, you know, heading into the political. Oh, by the way, you know, we're all going to be uh, Malcolm's beefing up the site. You got new shows coming on on politics. It's election year. We are happy about that with AmericaOutloud.news. So you know, we're going to be hitting this election year with a lot of different. Stories, different angles from coming from different people, different opinions. Okay, and uh, right now, this one I picked up, which I think is really important. Um, it says no end in sight. Okay, quotation marks. Blackstone CEO doesn't think the U.S. can handle another term under President Biden, or what he calls four year- more years of debt misery. But is it really that bad? See, is it really that bad? Okay, so Schwartzman, Stephen Schwartzman, okay, Blackstone, he has doubts about the future of the U.S. economy. Well, just like uh, Harvard, uh, everybody was given endowments until something happened that they didn't like, and then they pulled their money. Schwartzman got his head out of his ass after four years, right? And he's like, I don't know what happened the first three years, Stephen. What happened the, the second year? You know, 
He says, we now got $2 trillion in deficits with no end in sight. But we have guests that told us, how much is it, Mike? Those debts total about 200, 200 trillion. What is it? 32 billion trillion zillion? No, somewhere in the two or three trillion area, I think, Colonel. They talk yeah, about, what about 30. What about unfunded liabilities? Yes, like? that's right. Yes, it was many unfunded. trillions of dollars. That's right. It was hundreds. It was hundreds of trillions yes, in unfunded liabilities. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's saying we've got our debt to GPO going up and we got open borders with eight, eight million people coming over. And uh, they, they said the Republican mega donor told Bloomberg when asked about what he thinks would happen. So, you know, because he said this, he becomes a Republican donor. See, that's what happens. But the, the reality is, on the surface, well, our national debt is $34 trillion as of January 31st. The total is more than the combined GDP of top five global economies after the U.S. China, $17 trillion. By the way, don't believe a damn number they say. They, like, they lie like Democrats, too, and Republicans, okay? So if they're 17, they could be 34. Japan, eh, they're a little bit more modest, $4 trillion, okay? Even if they're juicing it. Let's round it off to five. Germany, four trillion. India, three point four trillion. And the United Kingdom, three trillion. I didn't even know the United Kingdom had that much money they could have three trillion. But anyway, they're there. Okay. So it's us and China pretty much about the same. So the the reason I'm saying this about the economy, and I'm saying it on the national security hours, Dr. Mike, as my great co-host and historian knows, when the uh thing hits the surface or we say the fan and things get bad in the economic world uh we have cycles where we have up and down and you know hills and valleys but what happens when things get really bad mike we go to war don't we yeah sure you got to go to war takes the pressure off it makes americans because they've not been educated in their own history think that it's the proper thing to do to rally around the commander in chief in 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 times of wars that he started right all of a sudden americans become stupid and want to give their kids to the to the battlefield because their president started a war and and you know the arabs didn't attack us in october they attacked the israelis let the israelis take care of this what the hell is wrong with us well you know they keep talking about the middle east but you know that's not philadelphia that's not Cleveland, and that's not San Francisco. So why are we there? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you know the other old story, Mike? Remember the other old story? If we fight them there, we don't have to fight them here. We will you know, keep they, them there as we fight them there. Right? Isn't that the well, old story? That's the old story. And and uh, unless your borders are closed, it's an insanity to even say it. <laughs> so, you know... <laughs> Colonel, when you were talking about this Schwartzman guy, it hit a bell. It struck a bell in my mind, and I just wanted to find this. Um, uh, I, I will read it. It's very short. In 2013, Schwartzman founded an international scholarship program, Schwartzman Scholars. Where? At Harvard? No, at Tsinghua University in Beijing. Wow. To educate future leaders about China. At over $570 million, mm -hmm. the program at that university is modeled on the Rhodes Scholarship and is the single largest philanthropic effort in China's history. Now, you remember, mm -hmm. 
that we went to war in 1917 and in uh, 1941, at least to war in Europe, because so many of our senior lawyers in the country, the upper class elites, went to school at Oxford and were taught through that program that was established by the the guy that exploited uh, Southern Africa for gold. Was that was that Rhodes? Rhodes, right? Yes. Right. And where where this guy Schwartzman established his his uh, so called or his school, uh, Tsinghua University, is the the university in China that's the single closest to the Chinese Communist government, and produces some of its best hackers who attack targets assigned by Xi and his regime. So this guy, Schwartzman, uh, I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him, I don't think. Well, what he's saying is Joe's got to go. And if you're in the know, if you're in the know, you know Joe's got to go. Well, maybe so we, he got, you know, he got the message from Beijing, too. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got to yeah. go. So, you know, if Beijing don't like what they're doing, again, here's the thing. We're you know, these are the things we used to do years ago, right, Mike? We used to be in other countries. We would do the media. We would do the overthrows. We would move this guy, play the shell game. You know, uh, this this dictator is better than that dictator. We had to move this guy, that guy. You know, it was like a chessboard, right? And right now, China is in our. This is the. This is my. This is just my take. I don't. Doctor Mike may not, may not even agree with me. Right now, there's so many people from the Chinese Communist Party, the PLA, inside our government, operating, maneuvering, manipulating, fabricating, any word you want to use, okay? They're chessboarding us. We, they, we're compromised in the White House. We're compromised in judicial. We're compromised in the legislature. We're compromised in the courts. And you say, well, Colonel Mike, how could they be compromised in the courts? Very simple. Where's the money come from? Where's That's the money right. coming from? The inside agitators and traitors and treasonous people like Soros, that's only one that's only one leg. That's only one leg. You can't just keep it's like, you know, this is an election year. We're going to do a lot of these stories on what's coming up with the election, the election frauds, the election steal, you know, Donald Trump versus this one, that one, the other one. But again, this is election year. Just watch, ladies and gentlemen, just watch whether you're listening in America. Whether you're listening in North America, South America, Middle East, Europe, Africa, there'll be more books coming out this year. Mike, how many books are going to come out this year? Give me a wild number. I, I would think probably 100, 100 and a half, something like that. 100 and a half. Former uh, specialist with Bush, specialist with Obama, specialist with Trump, uh, handlers, grifters, ass kissers, ass wipers, whatever. They're all going to have the books out there. They're going to tell you everything. And what's that guy that always comes out, Mike? The blowhard, he's on Newsmax or something like that. Uh, Dick, Dick, what's his name? Dick, the big fat oh, face. Yes. He, looks, yeah. he looks like a fat toad, like a toad. He used, he used to be a friend of Clinton's or a work. Yeah, he was a he friend of Clinton. Clinton, I think. Yeah, he, but he comes, this is about his time of the year, right about now, February, March. You know, he'll have a thick volume, like a Mark Levin volume, you know, two inches yeah. high, you know. And, uh, you know, he'll, what's his name? Dick something or other. Gosh, but he looks like a toad. You know, he's on TV. This guy, he'll have two books out before November, okay? So just pay attention. You know, don't just listen to the the, the mainstream, and you got to tune into the left a little bit to understand how they're thinking. You know, Eddie, you know, 24-7, he lives, breathing, Ed, and Ed lives, breathing, lives 
with the cognitive domain and the cognitive war. That's just, again, one portion. You know, we have this, we have that, we have this, we have that. Okay. But as long as the border is open and as long as it's not going to be closed and now they want to negotiate, you know, I don't know what we could say other than the fact that um, we're just doing a mental masturbation program. I mean, okay, let's talk about another thing right now, which I think is a really national security issue. The FDA's new role, the FDA, they should just, they should ban these guys. The new, the new rule allows for medical research without informed consent. After all we've been through with COVID and the vax and the long COVID and the short COVID and the multiplication COVID, right? And all these other things. Now it's like, hey, we don't need your informed consent. We'll stick you whatever. In fact, we got some monkey juice over here. This may help you, uh, you know, in your uh, IV, you know. What is wrong? Like, how do these people, what do they do? How do they wake up in the morning? You know, it's they're saying it's a minimal, minimal risk to humans. How many times do we hear that in the last three years? And we've lost millions of people because of it. And it says it must include appropriate safeguards to protect the rights, safety, and welfare of those involved. Oh, really? Now you tell us? Now you tell us. Let's see who's the genius on this one. Let's see. Dr. Robert Califf. Serving Commissioner of the Food and Drugs for the FDA. You're going to want to look it up and uh, check out his blog because you may be going into a, you know, let's say get a little tune up or something, you know, a hemorrhoid or something like that. And next thing you know, you know, you got some uh, monkey juice in you. You don't know what's going on. So check out that story. The FDA's new rule allows for medical research without informed consent. uh, Studies can cannot pose more than minimal risk to humans and must include appropriate safeguards to protect rights, safety, and welfare of those involved. Another magic blunder. Hey, we got to take another break. This is a great show today, Dr. Mike. All right, we're going to go visit the sponsors and we'll be back on the other side. Well, the year 2024 must be the year of the Patriot and AmericaOutloud.news will equip you with all the information you need to give new meaning to the words Patriot Act. For our actions always ultimately define our words. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our Redox-based products tap into reserves within you to power your personal well-being. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code out loud. Use Cofix RX because it works. Welcome back. You're on the National Security Hour. 
with Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike, your host today. And we're happy to be back again. We moved to the eight o'clock hour, so we're still in the drive time. And you like us, you're going to listen to us. So we're Monday to Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time on the AmericaOutloud.news network. Now, you want to go to the website, AmericaOutloud.news, all new website, crisp, clear, click on the icons, um, new shows, a uh, little juggling on who show when, where, or what, but it's okay. You'll get adjusted to it. Again, the podcasts go up within 24, 48 hours. This is where you come to hear the real news on America Out Loud, dat news. Remember, not no more.com. It's dat news, 24-7. Great articles, great writers, great stories, great content, and with liberty and justice for all. That's, that's what Malcolm always says. It's, a, it's for liberty and justice for all. Again, we have all... All opinions are different here, very diverse opinions, very different people on the shows, podcasts, hosts, guests, whatever. Uh, and, you know, we'd like now we have this thing there. When you go down and you see the National Security, I just scroll down. You see you can fill in your email, whatever your name. And uh, you have a question. You want to make a comment. It's very easy. It's user friendly now. OK, so you can get in touch with the America Out Loud News Network. You can make your comments. A good friend of ours, John, up in Pennsylvania. He changed the DEI to discrimination, um, exclusion, and intolerance. So, John, we want to thank you. John, we want to thank you for the new DEI. <laughs> discrimination, ex- exclusion, and intolerance. Isn't that, my, isn't that nice, Mike? What a thoughtful. Oh, huh? it, it's, right on, it's right on the mark, too. It's, um, yeah. it's exactly true. This country is now fueled on hate. Mm-hmm. And it's all directed at, at white people and Christians. And didn't you tell me that you had read or heard that the FBI wanted to alert people, uh, alert, get alerts on people who were buying Bibles? Uh, yes, it was uh, in that. What's that magazine called? I got to look. I think it's called the Catholic Vote. Uh-huh. The name of the magazine. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick, Mike. Um, yeah, I think it was the Catholic Vote. And they said uh, they're watching the Christians who are buying Bibles. Now, that's. Very, very strange. Why would they worry about Christians? But is, is there something in the Bible that's going to make a problem? Well, you know, God helps those who help themselves. That's not exactly. No, but that's a, not in the Bible. That's not in no. the Bible. I read that. No, no, everybody says that. No, no, no. That's somebody created that. You know, like uh, what? I, I don't it, know. I think it? I know. I, it actually came from Julius Caesar. Something like that, right? Okay, but the, the gods help those who help themselves. Okay, so the federal government warns banks about extremist quotation marks who bought Bibles. And uh, this is on the Catholic Vote uh, website.org. And it's an agency of the federal government flagged Bible purchases as an indication of extremism in communication with banks following the events of January 6th. Oh my gosh. And guess who came out? Uh, Knesset member Jim Jordan, I mean, U.S. Congressman Jim <laughs> Jordan. Uh, sorry, I got confused for a second. Uh, we now know that the federal government flagged terms like MAGA and Trump to financial institutions if Americans completed transactions using those terms. What was flagged? If you bought a religious text like a Bible or bass at the or shopped at the Bass Pro Shop. Now, what that what is that? Is it like a fish hook? What was that all about? It's guns. The CCP is bringing people in on the border, and they're not checking to see if they got a. Uh, Buddhist thing there or something. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, it's that, that, on that border business too, what what do what else do we know? 
we know that the Chinese are experts at getting contraband across that border. For a long time, with the help of the Mexicans or the Chinese helping the, Ameri- the Mexicans, they got all kinds of narcotics and illicit materials and fentanyl across the border. There's mm-hmm. no reason to think that they're not sending uh, shiploads of containers contro- controlling or containing arms into uh, the ports in, uh, in, in eastern Mexico and running them into the United States through Arizona or California or other, where other, whatever places have deserts mm-hmm. where they're, the, the men they've snuck in can practice. It's only common sense. And yet we never hear uh, that that's a danger on the border. All we hear is they're looking for a better life, Gene. You know, kind of nonsense stuff. Well, who cares if they're looking for a better life if they're going to make our life worse? You know, Mike, you know, what I, you know what I noticed after New Year's right here in the Beltway? We used to have a couple of these before Christmas and right after Christmas. Families would get up and cry about their kid overdosed or touch fentanyl in Montgomery or Fairfax County, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, these these stories disappeared outside the Beltway near the swamp where they were probably told, listen, uh, lighten up on the fentanyl. huh? Let, let's talk about the guns because the guns are really killing a lot of people. No, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you know, lighten up on the fentanyl because that's an open border situation. Guns, we can always blame the extremists who buy them and go, you know, they go hunting during it. You know, deer well, maybe they should go hunting for the people who carry the fentanyl. Well, that's the thing. So, you know, when we talk about open border, we don't just talk about people coming across the invasion, what can be happening, the chaos. Again, uh, why would you open the border? let's say six months, one year before an election. Come on, Mike, you're an analyst, former analyst with the CIA. Tell me why you would do that. Well, I would do it if I was going to declare a state of emergency in the country and and postpone the election or cancel it. That's one of the reasons, because it'll grow domestic violence to the point where the president can pretend it's a, a nationwide, and it's not pretending really, it's a fact. It's a nationwide security thing. That's That's one of the reasons I could think of, Colonel. So that would be like equivalent to the summer of love. Yeah. On the last well, well, This is much worse than that. That was that was terrible in its own right. But what they've done now, uh, those clowns in Antifa and, and uh, Black Lives Matter, they should have been gunned down. And there's not that many of them or there wasn't at that time. But now we're talking about tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of military age men that's, that have been sneaked into the country from China, from West Africa, from Central America. From who knows where? Okay, let's let me let me just pose this question to the audience in America. Okay, you're shopping. By the way, uh, just be careful right outside the, uh, outside the Beltway in some of these franchise stores. You know, big stores. I won't say the names because I don't want to give anybody any ideas. Women now are uh, as they're you know shopping down the aisle in these stores. They have these foreigners coming in and just snatching the bag or going in the bag and taking the phone or the wallet or whatever. One lady the other day, right in Virginia, um, as she was shopping, I was in the same store, screened, they got my wallet, whatever, and uh, the police came, whatever. It was reported they knocked out $7,000 on the credit card in minutes. These are like cockroaches that just came in, and they know how this thing operates, how to bang out the cards. So watch, you know, Put less cards in your wallet. 
you know, keep the, you know, don't put the pocketbook in the shopping carriage and, you know, like it's a baby and you just, oh, look how nice the clock is. Don't be stupid because these guys walking around, these ladies walking around and it's not just American black people. Okay. Let me just tell you that. That's, it's what's coming in. They're doing it. So just be careful shopping, no matter where you are. Uh, it's, and you know, now they don't even want to have security people anymore because uh, they may get sued. And then you talk to one of the cashiers or you talk to them and say, is this a normal occurrence? And they say, well, there's really nothing we could do about it. And I really don't blame in a way, Mike, because at $8 or $18 an hour, why are you going to put your life on the line for somebody that don't want to hire a security guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's uh, true enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, they say, like, we can't stop them. We're going to get fired. You know, and uh, I will say this on the air. Uh, there's a major uh German company in America that sells food. Everybody likes the name. You know, it's got a couple of letters, not too many. Um, I was in there the other day buying some stuff, and there was a guy loading a backpack of uh, prime Ag Angus beef. I mean, this guy loaded the backpack while I'm shopping, and I'm like, check this guy out. Boy, he's buying a lot of beef. And here I am. I thought he was going to go to the register with his backpack and just, you know, cash out. He saluted the cashier and went right through the door. And I, again, I get to the cashier and I said, that must be a daily occurrence. We can't do nothing about it. So that German company that's in America, in Virginia, that everybody loves, you know, there's two of them. So just pick whichever one you think it is. Uh, your prices are going to go up because they don't want to stop people from stealing. And they, they, they're they not stealing salad. They're not stealing pinto beans. Let me tell you something. Prime, prime beef. Okay. And that's that's cost is going in on on us. And we want to thank you, uh, Hoshkin Boshkins, in uh, your country for not uh, having security. And you know what? It's not safe for the customer, Mike, and it's not safe for the people that work there. Like one girl said to me, I'm going to quit soon because I'm afraid they're going to kill me. Yeah. And it's possible. You know, maybe they, they pull out a weapon, you know, and they say, hey, leave me alone. And maybe the weapon goes off, right? They don't have it on safe. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. by accident, somebody gets shot, whether they get injured or killed, right? So a German company that sells food in America, just giving you right there, right there on the National Security Hour, bing, bang, we caught you. You know, it's a, it's not good. It's not safe. And uh, I won't be visiting for sure. That's for sure. Because I don't, whatever you're going to buy there now, the prices are going to go up. The prices are going to go up. And it, it's always about, well, you know, some people, well, these guys were not poor. You know, it, a poor guy steals one or two items, right? Tuna fish, you know what I mean? Can of beans, whatever. Runs through the door like 100 miles an hour. Like the, like the old people used to do in Florida. Remember years ago, Mike? The old people in Florida, they used to, they were so poor on the welfare, whatever it is, uh, the uh, Social Security years ago, they didn't even have enough money to pay their rent and food. But now we have, we have people coming in. We give them thousands of dollars in health care. We give them thousands of dollars. By the way, anybody call their congressman about that stuff? Anybody? Anybody? Can, you, can I see it? Raise your hand. Anybody listening to the show, did you call your congressman? And tell them, hey, listen, I'm sick and tired of these people getting my retirement money. Oh, but that's okay, you know, because my husband has a job. Oh, that's okay because my wife has a job. Oh, that's okay because we have our own business. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Right? Well, <laughs> maybe when you go to collect, there won't be any money for you. You know, think about it. Just think about it. That's something you may want to think about. It's common sense, right? Just common sense. You know, as long as we don't act. Now, I have a congressman in my district. Every week he has a call now. He wants to hear what you have to say, only because he's running for another office. 
because if he wasn't running for an, if he wasn't running for another office, you would never hear from him, right? And he just wants to let you know what he's doing on the hill. But don't say anything too harsh now, because what they do is they say, "Oh, he got cut off. I'm sorry." <laughs> Go ahead, Doctor Mike. It's it's a it's a business that's just ridiculous, Colonel. They, the in the one you know you think about these things and they burn down. Probably the, the either the FBI or a combination of the FBI and the Democrats terrorists groups over two hundred food production places in the United States, and I've never heard that anybody's been caught or tried or jailed for blowing up uh, a pork processing plant or a flour mill or whatever they blew up. You know, and I wonder how can that be possible? Um, my own guess is that it was a Democrat-run operation through the U.S. government, and they used whatever they could use uh, to do it. But we're looking at it at the unbelievable, really, in the fact that Americans could be hungry again for the first time since the Great Depression. And it's all, I think the key to all of this is, all of this is man-made. There's no catastrophe, uh, catastrophe that happened. There was no war imposed on us by anybody else. It's clearly the result of uh, a reluctance to do what's necessary to protect America because I think the Democrats, and I almost get them to the point where I think that the Republicans are the same. They don't give a damn about, uh, about uh, protecting Americans, which is, again, their constitutional duty. Hey, but- let, me, let me throw this out here. Here's a name, a blast from the past. Right here, top 40 name on WW Congress. You ready? James Comer. Hey, 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 when was the last time you heard about James Comer? He was in the news every other day. Remember James Comer? Yeah. Come on, raise your hand. Come on, let me see the hands. Put them up high. Now, where's James Comer been? Did they silence him? Did he go into the witness protection program? Did he get the notice in the mail? Where is James Comer, Mike? Yeah, I have no idea. And I also have no idea of anything successful that the Republicans have done since they won the majority in this in the House. They've oh, did they win the majority? In- I didn't notice. Did they win? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, they did a lot of uh, accusing. They did a lot of document showing. They l- did a lot of uh, hearings. And what have they accomplished so far? Nothing. Nothing. No, they got their they got their gas tanks filled up at the uh, Capitol Hill gasaria. Yeah. Hey, I got a good one for you, Tom Cotton, Senator Tom Cotton. Now let me tell you something. Whoever he has for a staff, he has to fire every one of them. Here he has this guy from TikTok at a hearing on the Hill last week talking about TikTok. Now he might have just been talking about TikTok or TikTok, whatever the the mint is. Because the guy's clueless in Seattle, okay? He wanted to know if the Singaporean was affiliated with the CCP. Okay, but he didn't even know the guy was from Singapore, number one. Okay. Then he says, are, are you affiliated with the PLA or the CCP? Well, gosh, Tom, don't you have any CIA or analysts that could tell you who this guy dances with? Did your staff even find out that he was a Chinese living in Singapore? That doesn't mean he don't have contacts in the CCP or the PLA. You could live anywhere. They're in America and they got contacts, right? So 
here he is asking the Singapore, and the guy answers him with a snarky way, like, hey, man, I'm from Singapore. And the guy, Cotton, Senator Cotton's like, gosh, I thought he was from Duluth, Minnesota. Gee, you know, he looked like What Me Worry, you know, one of those cartoons on uh, Alfred E. Newman, Mad Magazine. What a moron. So his staff has, they don't brief him. The, the CIA didn't give him a message. He didn't call the CIA. He didn't call this, any of these agencies. He didn't call Samantha Powers, who's out dancing with USAID, another warrior, a John Bolton kind of warrior. He didn't call anybody of substance to find out, like, hey, you mean they got Chinese in Singapore? Oh, my gosh. I, I didn't know that. I thought they were Australians. You know, what does he know? He's here at Capitol Hill. Stupidity runs. It's really quite amazing. Just getting to the bottom. Dr. Mike, this show is almost over. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Another great show on the America Out Loud dot news network. If you could do the minute, I'll give it to you. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to point out again that uh, a guy, a rich guy in the United States just took $500 million that he uh, uh, gave to Harvard and uh, said, I'm not giving you any more because you're anti-Semitic. Now, that was, oh, that's kind of the, that's kind of the uh, um, mantra of the day. But where were the people who were giving money, either both Jewish Americans and all other Americans, who were giving money to the Ivy League when the students were tearing up the country uh, over Vietnam? Or... Uh, you know, any other time when the colleges, which are increasingly responsible for all the disaster, for most of the disasters in this country, because they all go to the government, is when when was there any other time that the rich people complained when they were making uh, when they were uh, has were anti-Muslim? They were pushing that to make us go to war with the Muslims. When uh, you know, it's just it's an unbelievable situation in which we live, where. Um, because you donate, you call the shots in things in which you have no interest or no power except your big mouth and your threat to cry anti-Semitism or anti-Islam or anti-anything. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't call it. Anti, you couldn't call them anti-Christian. That's for sure. Um, but good it's, point, Doctor Mike. Good point. Good point. Listen closely to the opening music of the National Security Hour. One of the best, best pieces on the show and that's on the network too alrighty so we'll see you next week signing off thank you for joining us